Hello guys and welcome to episode 1 of A Chat With Pat. My first guest is Jared Holt. He's currently the senior football coach of the Portland Football Club. Join us as we talk about Holdy the man, but also Holdy the coach. I hope you enjoy this as much as I did, and thank you for all the love so far on the podcast. Enjoy guys. Cheers. Um, yeah, welcome to A Chat With Pat. And first guest I've got on is Jared Holt. Um, so welcome Holdy, number one guest. Feeling pretty good about it? Yeah, thanks, Pat. You really started. Got the bar high to start with, mate. So uh, make it tough for everyone to follow, but it's good. Uh, um, I just want to quickly run through just to begin with, mate. Some of your, I guess, on-field accolades is what you're probably known for, I guess, but much more than um, that in football. So two-time premiership player at Portland Tigers, uh, BNF runner-ups, league-leading goal kicker multiple times, I believe. Also coached Hamilton Kangaroos pretty early on when they began, I think, and... Um, assistant coach of Hamden Football League interleague, interleague side and you also claim to drink more over the bar than Portland than any other Portland player ever. Is that true? Oh, look, I don't have I don't have stats to back it up, but <laughs> over the time, yeah, look I'd be up there I reckon. <laughs> uh, I don't know if I should be proud of that, but yeah. No look man, there's been probably a few a few good ones there, but that that'd be I'll be up there for surely. Yeah, did I miss anything else on the on field? Oh heaps mate, but I don't know how much time you got. But uh <laughs> look as I've told you the whole this whole process when you got me involved in this, I'm, I'm a lot deeper than that. I'm a lot mm. deeper than just football. So yeah, there's that, plenty more in me, mate. You no, know, definitely and that's no, nah, to be honest, that is the main thing I probably wanted to get out of this podcast in general, um, for people that are listening and in this in precise, more precisely Holdy is the bloke because I guess over since I was probably a kid growing up and it was probably a big thing when you're you know 15 16 seeing the Portland senior boys run around and I guess I was fortunate enough to have some mates run around watching play with some legends but you know you were one of those blokes as well for me and um much more than that as we come for as I've gotten older and a few boys that I've grown up with as well as a just a father as well and a, a husband with Tamika and just more than that as well for me he's a good bloke and great bloke actually so and that's the thing there's much more than meets the eye with Holly is that fair to say ah look there is with everyone isn't there yeah. like I guess everyone that you know that um everyone has that outside I guess mm. that everyone sees but you don't really know people till you really get to know them do you yeah uh, I'm sure everyone has opinions and stuff but yeah, yeah I think with the same with anyone the more you get to know them the more you find out and mm. peel back a few layers with people you always um yeah you always find people pretty interesting yeah so if we start with the on-field stuff yeah. and um, also I guess in your coaching career um how is your current feeling about the boys? Just give them a quick little plug about how they're tracking along. For people that don't know, Holdy's been reinstated of the senior gig for Portland for two years. Is that correct, mate? Yep, two years. Um, yep, yeah, no, it's going pretty well. We've um, we've been lucky enough to pick up a few good players, um, which we probably needed. Um, get some guys from the outside in, some good local players as well from the Southwest mm-hmm. League. Yeah, good, good mix of what we've got. I'm really happy with what we've. What we've got there, as well as having um, some exceptional young mm. talent already at the club, I mm. think um, the mix is looking pretty good. Uh, obviously, lost lost a few. Um, I can go into that if you like. <laughs> <laughs> some people choose and uh, would rather uh, go look at pine trees and uh, elks roaming in the forest in Canada. But you know, that that's, that's their choice. If they want to miss out, they can miss out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Who'd want to do that anyways? With how the club's shaping for this year. That's right. Um, so, who's tracking along well on the? On the fi- on the preseason track, I guess. You know, uh, you know, just oh yeah, do you want to single a few out? Oh, I, if I you can. Want to. There's um, oh, look overall, it's really good. We've um, I was, I was I was talking to Chunk, the assistant coach, early on in our preseason, and I said look, and we we both were talking about how we did some 
fitness stuff and some testing and like I thought oh, our, our fitness and general like, running capabilities and that's not going to yeah. be a problem it's not going to be a, an issue yeah. for us cause, and probably because we are pretty young mm, those guys yeah. are naturally pretty fit and, and move really well um, and in that testing and stuff yeah, they're, they're running some good times early on mm. um, so we knew we needed to continue to to work hard uh, train hard and, and, and progress that but uh, it's probably allowed us to spend more time doing some skill work in that over the pre-season yeah, just because yeah. we know that we think our fitness is going to be pretty good just generally yeah. uh, which is which is a bonus that we we can spend more time doing skills working on our kicking um, which is pretty big and and just the last couple of weeks we've just moved into doing some more uh, game style stuff mm. or probably just this week actually some game style yeah. stuff and we'll start to fine tune that a bit as the practice matches come up and, and we get into the season but yeah I'm pretty yeah. happy with the way it's tracking we've yeah. um yeah I've, I've been really impressed by some of the boys yeah. they've been been fantastic mm. yeah so it sounds like I guess I don't know, back in your day, I guess, it would have been a bit of contrast to how pre-season set up now to then back when you started. If we go right back to when you were probably growing up as a kid and when I'll, when you are a bit like myself, that 16, 15-year-old kid coming up trying to push in your footy, has is, is a lot changed? Is that fair to say? Yeah, guys are, um, guys are fitter now, more committed. The professionalism is a lot better. Yeah. Uh, not heaps, but it definitely is better. Yeah. Um, and yeah, look, everyone, everyone's do you get different people, different players, but across the board, it definitely is. Yeah, definitely is a lot more professional, and I guess there's more expected yeah. of guys, um, which is just the way the way everything really goes, yeah. isn't it? Um, and I guess you've got to be careful as well. I guess as a coach uh, and the coaching staff, we've got to be a little bit careful that we don't push that too far as well, and you mm. start pushing people away. Yeah, um, guys are still got a life, so we used to have that balance, don't you? Yeah. Um, I always get into the boys who play basketball and miss training and that. But <laughs> at the end of the day, that you know, we're just country footballers and you know that's fine, really. Um, and guys, everyone, everyone has a different situation. Everyone's got a different story, so you can't. As much as you want to be strict and get everyone there as often as possible, yep. you've got to be flexible with yeah. everyone's lives. Uh, you know, some people have kids. You can't expect yeah. anyone to put, you know, footy training before their <sighs> kids or anything like that. Um, other guys, yeah, with work and and different things and families, yeah. it, it's. Uh, the way it is but honestly if you get people there as yeah generally if guys are trying to get there as often as they can yeah you seem to shape up pretty good yeah yeah and i guess that's the big thing the contrasting people i mm. mean i guess and being a coach in such a high league as hamden it's done balancing that out like the blokes with who have families and the kids mm. who are trying to push themselves and the kids who aren't probably trying to push themselves who probably you see a bit of potential and you get everything and especially being as a coach you're the main focal point yeah for all that stuff I reckon when I first started coaching, I was more—I was definitely more black and white. With <laughs> like, I would just say, I remember, I remember, I had this. If people weren't on the track by five thirty, yeah. ready to go, I said, if, if if that happens next week, I'm going to make people sit in the side. If you <laughs> if you come out on the track after five thirty and sit there and watch, uh, yeah. and I actually made a couple of people sit there yeah. and watch. Whereas now, I don't know. As I'm getting older, maybe because I'm a parent, I'm a little bit more lenient yeah. on that. But I think that as long as people are trying to do the right thing, um, and just. I'm not. I'm not there to run people down or embarrass people. Yeah. Like if they're not doing the right thing, I'd rather go over have one-on-one -on -one chat with them and tell yeah. them. And most people respond to that pretty well. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm probably a little bit more open to different things. I've all. I've always been before I even had kids and I coached. I always. I, I never expected anyone to. Yeah. Guys that had young kids, I mm. just said no. No worries. If you've got to miss a night here or there or look after kids, that's no worries. And now that I do have kids, I'm glad I was like that. Yeah. There's no way you're ever going to put footy before yeah. young kids. <laughs> so, um, yeah, but I'll, yeah, I've definitely changed, and as everyone does, I guess over time, it's probably would have been nine years ago mm. when I first coached footy. Not ten years ago, actually. Shit. 
make that 11. Yeah. 11 years ago. To 14, now, 14 so mate. 13, yeah, there you go. There you go. <laughs> Little tacker. Yeah, geez. <laughs> so we go even before you coach. We growing up as a teenager in Portland playing footy. Yep. Was it much like the same as, you know, I guess the, enjoy, the enjoyment for playing with your mates? Was that at the core back then? Did that ever change? Yeah, it always was for me. I am. Yeah. Um, I was always into sports and yeah. I, ne- I never started playing footy till I was 13, nearly 14 oh, probably, shit, like older, that. I didn't, yeah. never played um, Auskick or did any of that when yeah. I was younger, I, I, I always played cricket and basketball and yeah. stuff like that but I never, um, I don't know why but it's probably just my mates started playing and yeah, yeah. I just used to have a kick at school at lunchtime in the break like yeah. everyone does and then ended up coming down for a kick at, at North Portland uh, yeah. and it was actually, it was probably... Chunk's always been a real good mate of mine mm, through school and that yeah. I used to just honestly he he was the big alpha dog and I just followed him around <laughs> did, I just did whatever he did. So he would have told he would have told me to come down and I just I just followed him and come down. Yeah. 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 yeah so that's obviously never gonna change, I think, with footy and country footy and mates and that's the same reason why I'd probably do it. Yeah. Yeah. And then you know, it might be at the core, but other than that, probably it seems to me that mate, she was probably a big thing for you. You know, growing up and like you mentioned with footy. Yeah, definitely. That was always the main thing, was it? Yeah, definitely. And it's the thing. Like when I stopped playing footy, I had four years out of like yeah. coaching and playing and that until yeah. I've come back this year. I, I miss just. Um, and I didn't really think I would. And I remember when I was younger, like training and that. I. Like, don't tell the boys that I coach now, but I probably was never the <laughs> hardest trainer, and yeah. the, you know, I'd, I'd probably never really applied myself when I was younger as well yeah. as I could have. And I used to say that I hated training. Mm. Do you have regrets about that? Oh, yes and no. Yeah. Like a, Especially, I guess, if you're fair to say you're probably at that time of your career now, to the way you can somewhat reflect, even though there's no such thing as probably regrets, I believe. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. you're quite bloody good footballer. Yeah, look, I, yeah, I, I don't yeah. know. I, I never thought I was good enough to play anywhere yeah. else other than here or anything, but whether I was or not, I don't, I don't yeah. know. But, um, and it never, I never really pushed myself to pursue anything yeah. really yeah. At, at that time I was a, when I was younger. But um, yeah, I, I don't. Yeah, I don't yeah. really, never really thought that I regret anything. Yeah, um, yeah. And I did have times where I pushed myself pretty hard, or I thought I did. Mm. Other people might have a different opinion, but. but um, <laughs> Yeah, that, it is what it is, I guess. And yeah. I've enjoyed, I've enjoyed playing footy here, whether yeah. it's here or someone else. I've always, yeah, I've got some real good memories. Yeah. Um, and and like I said, like I, I think I'm deeper than just football. Yeah. Well, I'm joking about that, but I like a lot of good life memories. Like yeah, it's amazing thing, when you look yeah. back how much your life, like, like a lot of good things that happen in your life happen around the footy club. Footy club, so yeah. involved in that. So yeah. it is. It's a big part of your life. Yeah, I, I definitely agree because when I think about. My good times, this has been, you know, it it mightn't be first footy, but it might have stemmed from it three or four steps back, if that makes sense. Like, I've met incredible mates, one in Flaggy and under 18s with boys that, like, funnily enough, I probably haven't even talked to since, but we would run into each other and think, mm. oh, shit, remember that time we won a flag? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's one thing that you always stick by. And then, plus, you know, the other stuff that goes around it, boys, that, you know, you probably never would have hung out with in generally at school, but. You'd catch up on the weekends and you know have a few lemonades and eighteenth and mm. you know come back to train on the Tuesday. So oh, I remember that time I had a good time. And then some blokes were the first one to text me. Though you know when things were probably a little bit hard with mm. the blokes that I probably didn't talk too much. Like mm. that's probably the biggest thing that I've come from in a community football yeah. club yeah. like Portland. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Was that the same for you? Like it has been. I, I, I probably when I was younger, I probably didn't really yeah. realise that. I guess like, uh, I, yeah. I always sort of used to think. 
and maybe like before I coached footy and you know even yeah into sort of maybe mid twenties I I probably didn't I didn't really think it was that big of a part of my life and yeah. I thought if I didn't play it wouldn't really worry me that much yeah uh, that's yeah. just that's what I thought but yeah. probably looking back on it it would have and yeah. I know when I when I finished playing I struggled with injuring me back and that towards mm. the end of playing and that like you find it, I found it actually yeah I found, I found it pretty hard not yeah. not just not just being around your mates yeah. and that all the time yeah. like a bit of a boys club type thing but yeah. you know, just what you're used to and yeah. like a bit of banter and talking shit with your mates and hanging yeah. shit on someone like I just didn't have that yeah was um, that tough like the real tough or yeah I don't know about real tough like it, at the same time like I had a young family and that so yeah. it kept me pretty busy and it's just it's just a, it was just a different life I guess yeah uh, for a while there uh, but yeah I, I definitely um, I, I don't know if, if coaching footy's changed me but yeah. I also never I never watched heaps of footy. Yeah. Like I wasn't someone who like student of the game. Probably yeah. not. No, yeah. Nah. But then but then probably since coaching footy it made me more interested in thinking more deeper into how people play and what yeah. helps people and some structure type stuff and setups and yeah. whereas I was never when I was younger I was never into that at all. Yeah. Um, but I probably am a bit more yeah. now. And yeah, I pretty much just fell into coaching footy. Yeah. It wasn't Yeah, do you have, can you tell me a little bit more about that? Um, how that kind of started, the coaching role? I'd, I never, uh, yeah, I never had any aspiration to do it and I'd never, mm. I never never looked and thought, oh, yeah, you know, when I'm getting on a bit, I might look into do that, I'd love yeah. to do that. But I just never was interested at all, to be yeah. honest. Um, what happened is I was playing, I was living in Melbourne, I was playing footy at Backus Marsh yeah. and the coach we had quit halfway through the year. Oh, sure. uh, and he was from, he was from Werribee and he had, there's probably about six blokes that played for us from wherever that is mates with. They yeah. all left as well. So halfway through the oh, year, we were struggling. Coach left. They, <laughs> six yeah. of our best players left. <laughs> and um, all of a sudden, yeah, I I didn't know what was going to happen. And I, yeah. and I was good mates with him and some of them boys as well. Um, I never thought about leaving, but I just didn't know what was going to happen. And then they, a few days later, they, they come around to my place and ask if I'd like to take over and coach. <laughs> and I was like, oh, <laughs> Jesus, I'm... <laughs> Oh, yeah, I said no I, I got no idea what I'm doing. Huge, yeah. yeah, I think they just wanted someone who oh, I, don't, I don't know what they wanted or what they thought. They, <laughs> I, don't, I honestly don't really know what they seen in me. But anyway, but must have seen it. And I was like, nah. Well, straight away, I was like, nah. Geez, surely there'd be anyone else that would be better yeah. than me. Like, and then I thought about it for a bit. And then I thought, ah, you know, stuff it. I'll, I'll, I'll yeah. give it a go. Like, I just wanted to help out too because. The club was, yeah, it was a bit of a turmoil at the time. Yeah. <laughs> it was, no one knew what was going to happen. I thought, oh, if I don't do it and I don't know who else will, then mm. I thought, oh, what's the worst that can happen? You know, yeah. I thought, I'll give it a crack. And from that, um, I thought, we did, we lost some players, but we actually, I, I, I felt myself that I was, I sort of got the best out of the boys that we had. Yeah. So I felt that connection and yeah. feel that, yeah. I guess it's a bit of a kick to see guys playing well under you yeah. or you give them a specific role or something or you have a chat to them about something and they improve in that area. Like, it's a good feeling. Yeah, yeah um, you can't be a coach if you generally don't want to see someone else. Nah, the best out yeah, you've got to have some care for people and um, and that's what that's what I sort of found. You, you, you get to feel a bit of a closeness to all the, yeah. all the guys. I did actually... That for, <laughs> The first game of coach, I did have a, I did have one player go home <laughs> at halftime. <laughs> <laughs> so I didn't. Oh, look, it's not all, it wasn't all rosy, and I, I, I did just, just mention. I, no, I, no way. I just, um, I did just mention. I thought I got the best out of the boys, but not counting the one guy that went home and never come back to the club ever again. Wow. What happened is I just, uh, so playing coach, I had a guy on the bench. Um, we had one. This guy. 
was starting on the, on the bench. Um, and we had sort of some rotations mm. and some few things, yeah. contingencies uh, sussed out, I suppose. Uh, anyway, it was half time and geez, it was all hectic for me. Like, I remember running yeah. out on the ground and thinking, oh, yeah, I'm, I've got to play too. Eh? Like, I was that yeah. worried and thinking about everyone else and what I was doing and organising yeah. everything. It been a big week. Uh, got to half time and I was looking at the whiteboard with me, assistant coach on the bench. and. Yeah. I said, oh, this so-and-so hasn't been on much. Yeah. You know, we'll, we'll chuck him on the back flank. He'll be fresh and a bit of run off the back flank. I thought, oh, something like that. So I walked over to him at the whiteboard and he was just sitting down. And I said, oh, I said, oh, I was showing him the board. And I said, oh, we're just going to chuck it on this back flank. Just yeah. want you to run off and try and get a bit of run going out of the back yeah. line. And he goes, oh, nah. Nah, I don't, I don't, I'm not keen. I said, what do you mean? I just... You know, just off the back flank, mate. How, how was that? <laughs> he goes, nah. He goes, I don't, I don't, I'm not here to play footy just to be on and off the bench all day and hardly get on the ground. And I said, oh, look, I didn't realise you hadn't been on that much or, you know, yeah. a lot been going on. But, but, you know, this second half, you're going to be on the ground, back flank, yeah. give us a bit of run. Help us out, mate. He goes, nah, nah. I was like, what? <laughs> I couldn't believe it. I was like, what do you, what do you mean? What do you mean? He goes, oh, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not coming here to play footy. To you know, be on and off the bench, and it's just you know, it's shit. I said, Well, you either play on the back flank for me, or you go home. <laughs> he goes, All right. Grabbed his bag and went <laughs> home, <laughs> and never come back. Oh. So that was, um, yeah. So yeah, it didn't. It wasn't all rosy Probably to start with. Place half back. Yeah, maybe, <laughs> maybe. But look, yeah. That's um, yeah. Look, that was um, yeah, interesting. So that was eleven years ago. Was it? It would have been two thousand nine. Yep. Yep. Yeah. And what yep. brought you back from Portland? Because uh, yeah, I knew you had a stint at Backers Marsh, and then yeah, because you you grew up obviously in Portland, but like what essentially in the end brought you back? Brought me back. Oh, I, I I never really thought about coming back long term. Like I had a yeah. good job in that in Melbourne. And I was actually um, I could say it was Kevin Rudd that brought me back. Yeah, 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 big ruddy Kevin 07 He um, he had this like, first home builders grant going oh, at the time, and I wanted to build a house yeah, on my yeah. block. So I think at that time it was maxed out about thirty six and a half grand, yeah. free money for a first home builders. And I already owned a block of land here, and I'm a builder, so I thought I'll go back and build yeah. a house, and then I might go back to Melbourne after that. And still here, still here, still here. So. Kevin 07 thank you. Seven, cheers, mate. <laughs> owe you a couple of beers. Yeah. So then, yeah, you come back here and I don't know, I guess that might have been around the time when I was growing up as well and when I first remember is that, you know, we hit a little bit of success, but oh, is that probably one thing that you're, st- I guess, somewhat searching for in your footy career? Is that coaching premiership? Yeah, uh, it'd be great. Um, yeah, it's whatever everyone, everyone yeah. I guess. It's not everything, but yeah. it um, definitely helps and helps build those bonds mm. and memories and stuff as well. Yeah. Um, that's what everyone's striving for, but yeah. the hard thing is, yeah, you've got 10 other clubs trying to do it as well, haven't you? So yeah. it's not that easy. But I think that, um, yeah, it would have been nice. The first couple of years I coached Portland, we were in the Western border and we yep. made prelims both years and yeah. just lost them. When we Pretty heavily favourites those years. Yeah, we probably yeah. we probably should have got through. Mm. Uh, and we didn't for one reason or another. Timmy O'Brien, wasn't it? Yeah, he, he was good one day. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah There's a few other. Yeah, yeah, look, things just... Maybe, yeah. maybe it was bad coaching. I don't know, but yeah. we didn't we didn't quite get over the line or get into yeah. the grand final to give us that chance. Yeah. But, um, and then, yeah, the year after that was our first year in the Hamden League. 
which yeah. uh, we did we did okay. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if it, it helped or hindered us that we you know we didn't know the opposition that well yeah. and we all knew it probably at times it may have helped, helped us a yeah. little bit but probably hindered us a little bit too or, yeah. um, and we probably had to catch up a little bit maybe professionally in that from the mm. western border to the hand yeah uh, but we did have a pretty good side that year too we uh, yeah. had some really good young players like we do now it's probably a little bit similar to how we are now yeah good young players and then yeah some good top end talent to help out as well yeah um, but then, yeah, I guess from there, you always have that turnover of players too. I think the, mm. If you want that succession, you guys just to keep hanging around and yeah. hanging around. Do you ever struggle with, I guess you mentioned in the bit there that, you know, it could have been bad coaching. Do you ever struggle with a lot of, like, you know, what-ifs or could-haves in those big games or those, like, or you blame yourself somewhat, like, for lack of better terms? or uh, Yeah, maybe I should, but I, don't, I honestly don't. Yeah. I think if you did, you'd just get that engulfed yeah. in it, maybe. just yeah. uh, do your head in. It's probably helped your longevity in the coaching. Yeah, it, you get like people. People sort of say that yeah. Well, I, I know from experience, you get a lot of advice off people. Yeah, like you, you do. And if you especially in the country town, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, like and that's that's just the way it is. That's yeah. I don't have a problem with it. Like, and I don't mean to be rude and not listen to it. But mm. if you listen to it all, yeah, like you just wouldn't. You just can't. You can't do everything. Yeah. And like the comments or p- the advice you get from people is yeah. a lot of times from people who, you know, they just come watch the footy, they see stuff. Yes. But they don't know what you've been training for, what you've been yeah. telling the boys. And sometimes the stuff that happens isn't what you've yeah. been trying to do. Yeah. But they just, like, it's like they think everything that happens out there is exactly what I've told the yeah. players to do or... Which is not always like that. But then it, the other way as well, if you win if you win a game, that always happens after a loss. Yeah. You get those comments. After a win, they tell yeah, you about all, all this great stuff that yeah. you've done that you haven't yeah. done either. Yeah. So you just you take it with a grain of salt, I guess. But yeah. you've got to listen to people as well. Like, I'm not... Yeah. People that you trust. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you do. You probably have people that you, you trust and value their opinions. Um, yeah, you pick up all sorts of stuff off people. Yeah. I guess you just got to process it as quick as you can in and out and yeah. keep some stuff, chuck some stuff out. Um of yeah, I probably when I first started, not that I didn't handle it well. Always probably didn't really, didn't really worry me to be honest. Yeah. Like, you're always going to get criticised. Wouldn't matter. Yeah, doesn't matter what you, you don't do go in the job without expecting it. Uh, it doesn't really bother me because yeah. I just because I'm comfortable knowing that when I do it, all the decisions I make are what I think, in my opinion, are best for the team. Yeah, and and that's it. Yeah, so. 100%. And you're going to make mistakes, and and, and it's a lot of it's about opinion too. So yeah. People just like uh, yeah, other, you know, <laughs> the decisions I make are opinions that are going to always yeah. differ from other people. Players have different opinions of what I do too. Yeah. But, um, you just got to try and get everyone on the same page and yeah. understanding. And I'd probably yeah, I'd probably not. I don't know if I didn't handle it that well. I'd, yeah, as I said, I didn't really worry me. But I I do remember having a couple of run-ins with people and pretty yeah. much telling them where to go when they yeah. tried to tell me what to do. I'd, I'd probably I'd probably regret that a bit. Yeah. I remember saying to one guy once after a few beers, um, he, he he just wouldn't he just wouldn't leave me alone. Yeah. <laughs> it happens a lot. Every coach could tell you stories yeah. of his. Like people just. And I said, um, I think I said to him something like, I said, oh, you know, the thing about opinions is everyone's entitled to one, but no one gives a fuck about yours. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and it wasn't, wasn't, I shouldn't have said that. It wasn't yeah. real pretty, but yeah, um, that's probably, it probably got to me a little bit when I shouldn't let it to, but yeah, um, yeah, yeah, just work through it. doesn't, definitely doesn't bother me now. Yeah. It never has a lot. I don't think, I don't think you'd do it if it did. Yeah. You, know, no, if you, you need a bit of a thick skin, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. So 
And you mentioned influences. Who's probably been the biggest influence on your, I guess, coaching slash football career, but, you know, also in your personal life as well? Uh, it's not something I really think about a lot. Yeah. Obviously, you do have influences and everything, yeah. everyone's shaped by, I guess, yeah, their people. experiences and other people they've met and that. Yeah. I do pick up, there's a lot of stuff from, like, I guess, with the footy coaching from other coaches I've had, yep. other players. I try to be careful and I don't try to just do my own thing as well yeah and just stick to what i think's right um like i've played under some great coaches but there's stuff that they do that i just don't agree with so i don't do i just do it just because someone else does it or because you see someone else another coach do it or i just try to yeah stick with what i think's right yeah um and then yeah like we're talking about pick up things here and there and you can i'm open for yeah discussion on things but yeah with influences for the rest of my life I'd, yeah look I'm not yeah. <laughs> I'm not too sure not, yeah. I don't really think about that a lot yeah. to be honest I, yeah you are a pretty genuine player you just straight up who you are Holdy yeah that's a, one thing that probably most people like about you is that just who you are yeah and there's you know no ifs or buts about it yeah I like that I try to just um, I don't know be as honest as I can I guess yeah because yeah. I'm um, probably not smart enough to mm. Not smart enough to not be honest. I forget what I've told someone. Did your parents help you out a bit, or? Yeah, no, they've been they've been great for me. They're um they've always been really supportive, yeah. and um they're not yeah they're never real sporty people themselves, but they um and my brother's not really, but yeah. I, I am, and they they've always all sort of supported me in yeah. that. And mum and dad used to always come watch the footy yeah. and stuff, and oh, when I was younger, yeah, drive me around obviously, and yeah always there for a chat about it so no, I'm, I'm really close yeah. with mum and dad and they, yeah, they've been always been great to me my whole life yeah yeah lucky yeah so coaching at Hamilton was was that tough yeah to Portland's played traditional biggest rivals and especially after all the uproar of their merger and coming into the Hamden League and yeah joining Portland was that tough yeah uh, yeah it wasn't uh, making the decision those decisions are always tough yeah um I'd always thought, because I'd you know, coach Portland, I always thought it'd be good to coach another club that wasn't my own home club. Yeah. I, not that I was reaching out to do that, but just because the circumstances and then opportunity arises. Yeah. And and then, yeah, I guess that's what made me make that decision. I thought it would be good. And yeah. I, I don't, yeah, I, I generally didn't like, you know, competing against Portland. Like it's, yeah. That was tough. I'd, I'd, probably, I'd probably just... Uh, yeah, joked about it a lot with the boys and yeah. stuff because I was pretty close with the boys here. Um, just sort of got through it that way. Right? Yeah. Uh, but I, yeah, I never at any stage yeah, didn't wish Portland all the best. You know, even though yeah. you're playing and competing against them, it's always been sort of my home club, and mm. I guess that's where your heart always lies. Yeah. Yeah. So we we're just touching base on the way here about. I don't know for those people who don't really know Holty that well, is that your your back injury? It's probably held you up for a little bit, probably towards the end of that your career there at Hamilton, and then even now. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. what? What yeah, exactly was the injury that you got, mate? Well, it wasn't a specific injury; it's a degenerative yeah. thing. Yeah. So I struggled with it. I've actually struggled on and off all my adult life, pretty much. Yeah. But only over the last few years, it's it's con- more constant now. And towards yeah. the end of playing footy, it was yeah, yeah. It, was, it was got got worse. And but it used to be up and down, and I'd have good weeks, bad weeks. Mm. And, and I could never really the triggers for it. I could never really put my finger on what was yeah. helping or hindering it. But um, and now it's yeah I, every day it just gives me a bit of grief. Yeah. So 
you know, struggling a bit at the moment, but through footy, I, I used to be able to pretty much get through footy. I'd struggle to train all the time. Yeah. Um, it was only towards the end? Towards the end? Yeah. Yeah, probably probably since I've been there back in Portland. So yeah. Those few years coaching Portland and, and then at, probably the last year I was at Portland, it, it wasn't too bad our first year in the Hamden League. Yeah. I thought it was nearly at its best then and then I went to Hamilton and then I, yeah, I, I did struggle with it then. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Look, everyone. Uh, it, it's frustrating. I get frustrated yeah. with it, and I. But uh, yeah, like I'm, I'm. People are way worse off. Yeah. So I, yeah. I mean, I can still do stuff. I, I, I yeah, mean, you still ride bikes. With yeah, the boys. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> ride my bike. Um. Hurts just to stand up some days, but yeah. Um. And it's frustrating with the kids and that too. Struggling yeah. to park the kids or lift the kids up sometimes, but. Um. I mean, I'm still. Yeah. I've still got plenty of stuff I can do, so mm. I can I can just try and focus on that. And I've been yeah. off work for a little bit, but it's more time I get to spend with the kids and that. So yeah. that's a that's a positive from it, I yeah. guess. So it hasn't really affected you, I guess, too much. But yeah, like I, I sometimes I get real down about yeah. it. I say it has, and I'll say like, oh, you know, it's, there's nothing that I like doing. I can do like I, yeah. I like doing physical exercise and playing sport, yeah. and I can't do that. I like. Um, well, I'm a carpenter by trade, so yeah. manual work, and I, I you know struggle with that. Can't yeah. do that, and I, I enjoy just doing stuff around around the house. Yeah, you know, like whatever it might be, um, just work or maintenance on the house, or, yeah. or or building stuff in the shed or whatever. And I just can't really do any of that. So, yeah. but I mean, that's only yeah, it's only a little thing really in the whole yeah. scheme of things, isn't it? Yeah. I, um, I'd love to be able to do it, but I mean, at least I can still. Yeah, I can do a lot of things as yeah, well. Yeah, focus on the things that you can do. Yeah, still, yeah, yeah. Has that put a bigger scope on? I guess you know, on your kids, so Archie and fatherhood and that role. Yeah, maybe it, it's probably it's um yeah. Like as I said, it, it it's really frustrating. I get a bit down about it because I can't. Mm. He wants me to play cricket in the backyard yeah. or something, and I struggle <laughs> to like stand out in the backyard for yeah. him. Like oh, I got to sit in a chair and bowl the ball yeah. to him, and he hits it, and then he has to field it. <laughs> <laughs> not a, not a bad setup. Actually. <laughs> I'll bet you have a couple of Northerns next year. Or nah, something like that. Nah, <laughs> nah, no way. Nah. Um, yeah. So well, that yeah, that makes me feel a bit shit sometimes. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. Um, but yeah, at least I can still, you know, I still get to see him every day and yeah. and play them to some capacity. Yeah. And just got to change things that you do, I guess, to suit yeah. what you can do. Yeah. 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 And how, yeah, this might be a somewhat silly question, but probably not the silliest question I'm going to ask on here, but how has fatherhood <laughs> been? Anyways, is it quite a blessing and quite yeah. an experience, I guess? No, it's the best. I love it. Yeah. Um, I, yeah. Like it, it does. People say it changes you and that. And yeah. It, and that does yeah. it, honestly? Oh, yeah, it does. Yeah, yeah. It does definitely change your perception on things. Yeah. Like, because you've got someone else that you're responsible for. Yeah. Your decisions change. Um, but yeah, it's and and it's hard work sometimes too. Like yeah, they are, they're pretty testing <laughs> sometimes. But it's there's nothing that it's never yeah. The the good definitely like yeah. a million times outweighs the bad. It's yeah, not, even though yeah. it's testing, like you might get a bit frustrated or you know the crying during the night and yeah. you're tired and all that sort of stuff. But it um yeah, like that's that's nothing really. It's a minor inconvenience yeah. for all the the good times you have with them and yeah. like they yeah they make me laugh every day and yeah. And um, yeah, just if you haven't seen them for the day or whatever, and you get home and they're all happy to see you, and that it's yeah, it's pretty, yeah. it's pretty special. Yeah, and obviously Tamika is probably a great support in that. As a 
Yeah, he was no. a father and also as a man. She's good, yeah, yeah. yeah. And the kids, um, she's the favourite with the kids, so <laughs> I tell her I do all the hard work, and then they, they she gets all the love from me because I'm I've been home one, and she's been working, so she doesn't see them as much. So when yeah. they do, so they're yeah. all over it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah she's, nah, the she's one. good. She's the one they probably go to when you say no. Yeah, exactly. That's yes. Exactly what happens. <laughs> There's exactly, always one parent. Exactly the setup, and I hope she's listening to this because that's exactly what happens. <laughs> she gets all the glory. I do the hard work. She gets the glory. I say no, nah, no, no iPad, yeah. Archie, and then yeah. goes to mum, and then next thing he's watching the iPad. Yeah, yeah no lollies. Next thing he's yeah. got, he's got lollies. <laughs> but yeah, to me, is actually touch a note on it. She's a great, I guess, role model in the community. CEO at um, D Dub. Yeah. yeah. At, Waterung, so yeah, yeah, no, I'm really proud of her. She's yeah. uh, she's done really well. Um, she's pretty young to, I guess, get thrust into that job, but I think yeah, she's, she's doing really well. And I hear yeah, I hear a lot of people speak really highly of her yeah. in the community, and and um, yeah, she's constantly helping people out and just wants yeah. to help. And um, yeah, she's got a good heart, especially oh, especially definitely. for a community, and then and just trying to help people. Um, yeah. Sometimes she can be yeah, she's pretty straight up and blunt, but yeah, you know, in her mind she's trying to she's doing that because she yeah she wants to help and thinks that's what's best for people so yeah yeah no she's fantastic and um you know just a geez i thought the other you know i think this was probably a few months ago actually this story you might know what i'm talking about bringing up here and this is what probably caused me to think about how i guess how much antics to me has probably put up with the last few years is that little night <laughs> friday night with lee dale and jack wilson is that a regular occurrence for her to put up with no, no. <laughs> starting up the starting up the boat in the shed at three a.m. in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know this was going there. This is where we're going now. Oh, but no, nah, not honestly. I just thought, oh, gee, she's you know, you don't really see in many. Oh, I guess in my perspective, relationships like that where it's just like, oh, yeah, she's up and you know, let Holly be with the boys and have a good <laughs> no, night. It's probably not, not her first time. No, nah, it's not. But she's not always like that. <laughs> yeah. <either. laughs> so there's other some nights where she's yeah, she was pretty good about it that night. But, um, <laughs> yeah. No, I'm a pretty. Uh, she's lucky to have me, mate. So yeah. she she knows that. <laughs> yeah, she's the <laughs> lucky one. Up, she'll put up with a little bit. But I mean, go back to fatherhood. So is that helped coaching? And I guess if we took go back there, does that I guess keep somewhat more level-headed with coaching and things like that? Yeah, definitely. Probably balances a little bit yeah. between with your emotions and that. You're not so up and up and down. Yeah, that's like, what's probably the main difference from coaching prior, pre fatherhood, I guess. Yeah, I reckon. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I'm probably a bit more. I don't know. I, I, yeah. I don't know if I'm a bit more lay out, a bit more open, I guess, yeah. to people's different. Uh, just to, I guess, probably try and spend more time with uh, different personalities and getting to know them a bit better. And, yeah. Um, just a bit more one on one time, which I try to do. It, it's hard to get your time amongst everyone though but yeah it's imp- i think it's pretty important if you can as much as you yeah. can i think people get a lot out of that and i think yeah just having that care for people is probably maybe yeah. a bit more than i used to as i yeah. said I, when i first started everyone was pretty black and white like yeah you either did it you know did it the way i say or do you think you were like that as a person yeah because maybe. yeah yeah i reckon i used to be i'm not i'm not a real i'm not a real emotional person anyway. yeah. like i don't get real up or real down yeah anyway yeah, but probably even less now like yeah. um you know frustrations with minor things back then might have i might have blown up a bit but now yeah i just, just don't mean you know, now yeah. it doesn't sort of I mean, you let it slide a bit yeah. more i guess maybe yeah. yeah it makes you a bit more level with um just because you've I've dealt with more probably just life in general as you get older yeah you learn to deal with things a bit better like that 
Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, and as we touch on, I guess, country footy, and I guess we might lose some of the viewers with this topic, but I guess there's been an increased commitment in, I guess, country football clubs with players and professionalism and stuff like that and standards raised. So in Hamden Football League, Caroyt, probably a big, you know, pinnacle on that. What's your thoughts on that? Does it... Do you somewhat lose juniors and kids losing the passion of the game because of that, in your eyes? Uh, yeah, maybe. Um, yeah. It's hard because, like in my experience, yeah, the last 20 years it has changed. But yeah. the 20 years before that it changed a lot too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it's always going to evolve change. and change. Yeah. And in another 20 years' time, that professionalism, it's you know, you probably have <laughs> professional coach. Like people, yeah. that'll be their full-time job. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. I don't, I don't know if it, it, it probably will be. Yeah, you know, could be, yeah. Country footy and that. Um, and don't, want to, don't want to tell the viewers how much you're on, so. <laughs> <laughs> I'll definitely go on, definitely have to work. Yeah, um, yeah but... Uh, yeah, but, you know, in the future, in another 20 years or whatever, or down the track, that might be the way yeah. things evolve. So, yeah. whether it pushes people away, maybe. I think, like, obviously, participation in all sports in country mm. areas has actually died off. Yeah, and it's much more than just a... Oh, for me, I guess working in the health sector, it's much more than a, a participation thing. It's also a health, I guess, somewhat issue now and where they're trying to drive money back into community sports and how important it is. And I see that now, mm. you know, just how important it is to be involved with the community club, not just for all aspects of health, mm. you know. And I guess, you know, if we look at it, if we're losing some kids through professionalism and, you know, how much you should be committed on how much coaches are telling them, you know, you've got to be like this bloke in this system. Yeah. You know, is it worth it? Like, I guess, does that make sense? Like yeah, pressuring does. kids? No, it yeah. does, yeah. It's like what we sort of touched on earlier about yeah. like you, you push too far, you push people away, yeah. but don't you? Um, and there is more important things than just winning games of footy, yeah, isn't there? Like when, when you talk exactly what you're talking about yeah. and, and getting people involved in the clubs and, mm. And then it can help you with yeah, a lot of issues and building yeah. friendships. And then, like, if you're having a tough time, you've got people to lean on and talk to. Yeah. Um, so, the, you know, clubs, sporting clubs should definitely not, you know, turn a blind eye or, or look mm. away from that in, yeah. in pursuit of winning a few games of footy. Yeah, exactly. Um, but if you can, yeah, if we can do both and create yeah. an environment where people are happy at and want to be at, I think yeah. that's, that's the most important yeah. thing. Have yeah. you had many, I guess, talking about some people, but blokes, it's such a big, I guess... Uh, epidemic somewhat men's mental health doesn't mean any blokes that's somewhat open not probably down and having you know episodes of depression or anxiety blokes are just going through tough times are they sometimes you being that bloke for them to open up with as a coach um not to be honest not a lot yeah and yeah. it's still probably a bit of a thing for blokes with um as you know like opening up with that stuff and yeah. especially in well maybe inside a footy club they're a bit intimidated yeah a lot of, yeah a lot of boys that think they're you know the alpha male and the, yeah but I know it's getting better and people are more yeah, encouraged yeah. to do it and yeah. it's a good thing. Yeah. Um, but to be honest, yeah. and yeah, I've been, I've been a few years out of coaching footy, but to be honest, yeah. I have not, I haven't, I've, I try to, I hope I'm an approachable sort of a yeah. person. Or I try advice to advice uh, on things, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I try to always say that I'm up, I'm happy to chat yeah. to anyone anytime about anything. Um, but I, I, to be honest, I don't get many people, yeah. if at all, really. There's been a few minor things, but nothing yeah. real serious. Um and yeah, I'm, I'm happy to help people. I'll yeah. just be there to talk to anyone. Um, yeah. and I think I'm in a position where yeah, I could help people, yeah. so I'm yeah. more than happy to do that. I guess but yeah. hopefully people do yeah, open mm. up more. It's a good thing that it's encouraged and that's yeah. changing. Yeah, and I guess that's probably might be the transparency. And is that, 
and everyone's probably bloody so happy to be here at a footy club and they're just so good and this is their place where they can just have a bit of time away yeah maybe it could be a bit of a, yeah. a bit of an outlet for some people too yeah. you know away from work or the families or whatever it might yeah. be might be yeah they might be unhappy within mm. their life it might be a bit of an outlet for them too yeah. which is a good thing yeah. to have yep yeah so um i just you know i thought i'd start this in there and i thought who else to better start with than ask what do you think banza or mika would think if i could get a chat with pat billboard somewhere across the, the, the fence, fence. Yeah. yeah maybe at pp at the, the pocket you reckon yeah, yeah. um uh, yeah is that is if you want to i reckon you go more bigger, oh, bigger time than that man. Where, i reckon, reckon? Like scoreboard or <laughs> can hill or something can hill would be good wouldn't it or even just on the on the um on the hamden just on the booklet each week on the saturday or the boys hand yeah out. i'll take that yeah you know, standard back page maybe Man, I'm sure. I'm sure if they're listening to this, that that'll be done for you by yeah. when, as soon as this comes out. Yeah. Man, the next day that'll be teed yeah. up. Justine McCulloch Bleasley, you listening? Yeah, yeah. yeah. The yeah. number one reporter in the game. On you, Justine. <laughs> Give it a plug. I'll, um, yeah. Or even, what about if you get uh, painted on home games? Get it painted on the wing, on the ground. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's painted. Yep. Yeah. On the well, at the fifty line. Yeah, maybe fifty <laughs> line. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, I think we can get you that think, happening. Yeah, you got to think bigger. Right? Yeah, well, no doubt Banjo and Mick will be listening to this, so no doubt that'll yeah. be done. That'll be yeah. as good as done, mate. Yeah, yeah. no, but I guess in all seriousness, uh, seriousness, Holdy, thanks for bloody sitting down. I won't take too much of your time. I appreciate you just giving up about what is it now, forty minutes. And um, nah, all serious, mate. You've been a great influence on me. Just a genuine good bloke, straight up the line. And um, someone that, you know, he's approachable, but yeah, a, like if there's anyone that's more of a dead set, genuine bloke, it's Holdy in, in country footy and not just country footy, he's much more than that. He's someone you can share a few lemonades with and go fishing at 3am in the morning with. So yeah, thanks for sitting down with didn't me. Didn't have time for all my fishing stories. <laughs> maybe, maybe next time, uh, if I'm ever welcome back. Well, we didn't catch maybe anything that time. night, so I didn't think it was worth, worth noting. <laughs> <laughs> just unlucky, unlucky. Huh? Nah, thanks, Holdy. Thanks, mate. Cheers, mate.